29th of August commemorates a very important figure of our faith of 2,000 years plus. One would need literally weeks and weeks to dig into the life of St. John the Baptist. We know him as St. John the Baptist. He's also known as St. John the Forerunner. He's also known as St. John the Prophet. He is the first teacher of the disciples of Jesus. They were his disciples first. He is considered Epigios Angelos, a angel who lived on earth in every single Orthodox church throughout the world, the tens of thousands of churches. He is always depicted next to our Lord with wings to give the angelic life that this man lived. We are told by the mouth of Christ, no one born, no man born of a woman is greater than John. He is the forerunner on earth, as the hymns in the morning taught us. He is the forerunner in Hades. If you look to my left up here on the top, you will notice that in the icon of the resurrection, Jesus is pulling out of two tombs, symbolically, Adam and Eve. He is holding them by the wrists over here. You will also know, I'm sorry for those who are caught in the back of the church over there, you can't see it. When you come around, you'll see it. You'll see to Christ's right hand, our left hand, a group of kings with crowns, and then there is a figure in the middle of them. That's John, St. John the Forerunner. As he was the forerunner on earth and preached, for, for, uh, he preached at the Jordan River, Metania, repentance. He also went into Hades as he died a little before Jesus was crucified and preached to our forefathers and mothers in Hades that Christ is coming, Christ's descent into Hades after his death on Good Friday. He is an ascetic. He ate, we are told again in the Gospels, he lived with just a camel's fur, which you can see in his icon, that blue kind of covering. And he ate wild honey and locusts. To push just your interest just a little inch further, being celibate in the Jewish understanding was extremely unique. Dare I say, in ancient times, we are told in the Old Testament, be fruitful and multiply. To be married and to have children was considered a great blessing from God. And here we have a man who lived down by the Jordan, all alone, ascetical life, and so we can see him as the forefather even of monasticism. There's one word that as I thought about the life of St. John, and there were many things that came through my head, what I would like to speak to you about today. One word that I feel is not only appropriate to him 2,000 years ago, but is so needed and appropriate 
for all of us today. This is the word conviction. What is a conviction? It's a deeply held belief that guides your life. You see, we make decisions based on a couple of things. We make decisions on circumstances. You know, what's going to happen if I do that? We make decisions based on convenience. What's easy to do? And we make Decisions based on what criticism, what will people say about me if I make this decision? Convictions, my beloved, are more than just opinions. Opinions we can argue about all day. That's your opinion, that's my opinion. During the week that we had the campers here, I showed them, I brought up here one of these green items that you're sitting on. I brought it up here and I asked the campers, what is this? And of course, all the kids said, it's a chair. And I said, no, it's a banana. And they started laughing. And I said to them, look, you can have your opinion. I can have my opinion. I said, what is it? They said, it's a banana. I said, no, it's a tomato. But it drives a point. Today, everything is... You have your opinion, I have my opinion, anything goes. St. John, though, was a voice in the wilderness calling out a sin of the most powerful person on earth in his context, Herod. This is not the Herod that killed all the babies 33 years earlier. This is the son of that man, Herod Antipas. And he called out one thing and said, it is not right, actually he says, it is not lawful for you to marry your brother's wife. That's called michia in Greek. You can't do that. All he said is five words. He didn't say a lot. He didn't grab a theological argument. He was calling this nobody down by the Jordan calling out Herod, the king, on his sin. Convictions are things you are willing to die for. This is St. John. And let's be honest, the people who have had the greatest impact on this world were the people, good or bad, who had the strongest convictions in their lives. I mean, forgive me the analogy, but Hitler had strong convictions of what he wanted. And he had a really negative impact on this world. And so St. John, this simple man, born of simple parents, had a strong conviction that did not change. And that's because his conviction, my beloved, was based on Christ. In this world, science changes. We've been seeing that, forgive me, so much these days. Fads change. What's cool today is not cool tomorrow. Everything changes. The one thing that remains constant, the one thing that is unshakable, no matter what times bring, is the Word of God. 
And it was that word of God that John internalized and made his own. And let me say this. The moment all of us decide to follow the word of God in a world that unfortunately doesn't follow that word, you will and I will be criticized. If you don't want to be criticized, do nothing, be nothing, say nothing, believe nothing. You'll never be criticized if you do those four things. But from the moment we as a worshiping community, all of you have come here today, means you believe something and you're here. And that's the thing that is unshakable. That's Jesus Christ. Our campers learned that this year. The camp's name said G1 was God first. It's all about God. You will, not be under, you will not be able to understand this community if you're visiting here or if you've begun to come here or if you're watching online. You cannot understand our mission, our approach to everything we do here is the strong conviction that God always and forever will be first. That's what we believe. And that's what drives every ministry that we do here making God number one in our lives. When we go to school with our backpacks, who's in our backpack? Christ is in our backpack. And Jesus told us that. The things that I'm saying, I'm not pulling out of my own head. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your soul and your neighbor as yourself. And he said, in another point, and if you do that, guess what? If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. But take heart, I have conquered this world. So my beloved, today we hold up in our minds and in our hearts a remarkable personality, a man of deep conviction, conviction which he was willing to die for. Today, we don't have Herod breathing down on us. Today, we don't have an evil emperor threatening our lives by putting us in jail and allowing us to be killed. But I wonder sometimes, I question myself too, would my convictions lead me to say, it is not lawful for you to be married and to be goofing around to someone I know? Would I be able to say, it's not lawful to cheat when you work? It's not lawful to cheat at school. How much do our convictions allow us truly to live with all of our heart, mind, and soul close to God? If we fail at that, which inevitably all of us will, we can take heart in this. St. John preached repentance. Metania, metanoite, he kept saying. 
keep being in a condition of repentance. This is not so we can be depressed all day. Oh, my God, all Father talks about is repent, repent, repent. Ah, enough. My friends, it's the greatest gift we ever received from God. This is like a homecoming when we return and repent. It's nothing to be ashamed of or scared of. We should be running back saying, thank God I have this free ticket. I repented, Lord. Here I go. And even after, and I'll close here, the Lord resurrected. On his way to Emmaus, one of my favorite stories for those who know me. It says there in a very nice place at the end of the Gospel of Luke. It's so nice. I mean, it's remarkable. The Lord has appeared to the disciples. They've seen him. They're in shock. He's eaten in front of them. And he says, He opened their minds to see that they may know the scriptures. And he told them, Preach to the ends of the earth, Metania. He said, Preach to the end of the, ends of the earth. The risen Lord's message to you and me is repent because this is the great gift God has given us to come home to him. No questions asked. And because God is love, every time we repent, every single time, he forgives us. God bless you. Hold on to your convictions in Christ. Don't be scared of anything in this life. Don't be scared of anyone in this life. Because have you heard me say many, 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 many times, Christ has the final word in everything. Don't let anyone fool you. God bless you.